100.4 FM. Harare's Heartbeat. The Liga Bay Corner. Do stay tuned as we unpack the right to privacy. And we also uh, give you an update in terms of what has been happening uh, in the courts uh, with a very, very... Uh, hey, it's a case that happened that you all heard about, the Chinoy woman uh, who butchered her children, her four children, and the outcome. So I will also share that with you. We'll make it a point each and every week uh, to go through uh, a, a judgment uh, or a ruling that has been delivered by the courts of significance. And we'll explain that to you only on the Legal Bay Corner right here on Capital 100.4 FM. Good evening to you. If you're just joining us, we can be your medicine. Turn up your dial. is 100. 100.4 FM, Cappy Talk, 100.4 FM. Uh, the name is Mbizavengi, and this is The Deep Dive. You can connect with us on our social media platforms at Cappy Talk FM. Uh, that's on Facebook, that's on Instagram, and on Twitter as well. You can follow me on my uh, pages at Rumbizavengi, Rumbizai underscore Venge, uh, Rumbi 101 on Twitter, at Ishmael Zagurenika on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Uh, so much more to come as we unpack the right to privacy, and I will, of course, uh, give you a look at that court report in terms of the latest judgment uh, looking at that Chinoy woman's horrific tale uh, where she butchered her four children and we look at some of the issues prevailing there, uh, the sentence arrived at, is it adequate and there's always a lot to talk about in the Legal Bay Corner, do join us in just a moment. Uh, coming up as promised, the Legal Bay, thank you so much for staying with us, we are Cappy Talk 100.4 FM, Harare's Heartbeat, my name is Arumba Zayman, get the Legal Bay and I'm the captain of the ship, getting into a conversation intentionally geared to make the law simple, to break down legal concepts and of course to help you understand the happenings, uh, break down the legalese, I am your Rosetta Stone. And thanks so much for staying with us. A special good evening to our listeners joining us on our WhatsApp platform as well as on our Facebook page. We are live at Capitalk FM. Please do join us and interact with us on that platform. Well, let's get straight into it. Welcome to the Legal Bay Show. And here's Legal Bay. Thanks so much. It's another Monday, the 27th of March, and we continue on with today's edition of the Legal Bay Corner. So I did promise you uh, that we'll take a look at uh, a judgment that has, oh my goodness, it was a rather gruesome uh, death of four children uh, occasioned by their mother. And we need to look at what the judge considered in the pronouncement of the sentencing and the you know and the actual verdict in that case what are some of the factors that were considered and of course I will break that down for you as best as I can uh, and just to keep you in the loop of what is happening you remember last week we also uh, took another deep dive into a judgment that was given incidentally by the same judge uh, into that case of Madzimai Yeukai now the case of Emelda uh, Mazarani uh, otherwise known as the Chinoy mother and her four children 
what are some of the considerations that were made therein. So I will be breaking that down for you for your understanding and consumption. So Vajareva Kut. Um, so you would want to uh, know that the mother in that case was then found guilty of four counts of murder as charged. Uh, she had put forward a history of mental illness. Um, she had uh, put forward the battered wife uh, defense to say that she was facing immense domestic violence. Uh, then in their bid to found a family, uh, they then had daughters and this then started to cause friction uh, and ultimately a lot of domestic violence that uh, Imelda was at the receiving end of. Uh, and then this all culminates in her performing these four gruesome cold-blooded uh, acts uh, ending her children's lives and uh, she was actually also pregnant at the time. Um, so some may say that it's not normal for a mother to react in this way. It is indicative of a mental illness. It's indicative of something that may have happened. Uh, so the accused person got rat poison uh, from the boot of the car. She ingested three of the tablets herself laced her children's drinks each with a single tablet uh, and uh, ground them up and gave them uh, to her children uh, she had seven tablets all in all uh, after they had taken the poison they all went to sleep uh, and uh, this is uh, what 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 was then put forward so I will go through some of the things that were talked about in coming up with this judgment but several factors were then ordered uh into 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 the judge's mind as he was considering this um the issue of mental instability uh the issue of battered wife syndrome the issue of domestic violence and all the things that were happening in the background um the medical report showed that Imelda had a difficult childhood Aka move her from household to household she had a tumultuous marriage with lots of argument there were physical fights uh and, and there was a lot happening and then that on the day in question she doesn't remember what happens she recalls giving the children rat poison um and taking the rat poison herself with the intent of dying um uh, because she thought that the children would suffer if she left them as orphans hmm? So much to consider, so much to consider. The doctor's opinion in that uh, case then came out to say that she's currently stable and that she was able to actually give evidence in court. Uh, but at the time of the offense, that anganima symptoms of severe depression. Uh, then there was also another report uh, given, a medical report given by uh, Dr. Majandu, uh, who says that uh, she had, a, she has a positive uh, uh, family history of uh, mental illness, uh, that at the time of committing the offense, she was exhibiting 
abnormal behavior, hopelessness, excessive guilt, paranoid delusions, and amnesia of the alleged crime. She could not remember what happened. So a lot of people have said, but uh, that should be uh, enough to then say as a result, then she cannot be said to have known what was happening. If you remember, we talked about the essential ingredients kuti panzi paita malisa forethought kana kuti meda kuti mwanafana unga akato zironga ani intenti nyekuti ndizo zaida kuita and when you are don't have the capacity or not aware of what's happening if you're incapacitated then kajinji kacho zinonzi that aspect of proving that intention in engaging the charge then downgrades from murder to perhaps manslaughter culpable homicide or whatever is appropriate in the circumstances in this case uh, the judge considered all the evidence considered uh, that the Milda's husband had had at least six women um, affairs also considered that this had uh, an effect on her uh, that this had an effect on her, but over, overally, overally, Zakatari Squazikanzi, Kunyangwe Zazo Zakadaru, Tirkuona Kuti Emelda, Akanga Ani Chinangwa Chekunga, Achurayava Navake, Asianzi Apa. After it happened, she actually went to the police station. Um, she says she didn't remember what had happened um, and continued to stick to her defense of mental incapacitated, of mental incapacitation. Um, then another aspect uh, that then is looked at here uh, is, uh, all right, I'm the a mother. Can a mother actually plan and plot and kill all of her children, all four of them, one after another in such a cold-blooded way? Um, evidence, evidence that she gave in court as well as what was recorded seems to contradict itself. And the judge in the case said that the state had managed to prove its case beyond a reasonable doubt and that the accused person, Imelda, was found guilty of four counts of murder as charged. Ah, I'm seeing some of your messages coming in. You say, you say you're off the opinion that the judgment handed down by the High Court uh, to the mother of four children who was recently convicted after brutally murdering her own children in cold blood was too soft. Um, she's a suitable candidate to be sentenced to death. Looking at the spiritual and natural facts of creation of reasoning, these children are victims of situations not of their own creation. Above all, they could not speak or defend themselves, and these children looked upon their own parents for 100% care, trust, protection and defense. She also butchered the products of her own womb with actual intent. Considering the gravity of this gruesome murder, I doubt if she isn't a suitable candidate for fatal injection or to be shot by a firing squad with live ammunition. So Sekuru Babafe says, listen, um, it's not enough that she got four consecutive life sentences. Um, she should have gotten death. 
uh, the death penalty should have been instituted in this case. Do you agree? Uh, 0719-100-404. Unpacking uh, the uh, finding of the court in that gruesome case where a Chinoy mother poisoned her four children uh, because she had had enough. She had been a victim of domestic violence for many years. She had wanted to end her own life and not leave her children as orphans, according to her. She pleaded a special defense uh, that she had a mental disorder at the time of committing the crime. She could not remember the crime. And then it brings into the fore uh, what mental disorder at the time of the crime is. This, is. this in essence means that someone who commits a crime and at the time of committing that crime was suffering from a mental disorder or mental defect uh, that led them to commit an essential element of this crime. This becomes a complete defense. Because it shows that, you know, at the time of commission of the crime, you do not know what was happening. Uh, even though you might ordinarily be sane, but at that time of commission of the crime, maybe due to uh, a depression, due to the battering that she was continually getting uh, at the hands of her husband, Lamek, uh, are so many issues coming up whether her childhood that was troubled caused some of these issues um, but then now when you look at the way these children died there was uh, some extra details we hear first uh, that the children were first poisoned then after the poisoning their throats were slashed with a knife as they slept and ultimately uh, the judge says, listen, you were sane. You knew what you were doing. You were guilty for all those murders and getting life sentences. Well, some say it was not enough. Some say it should have been stricter. And others say, but no, surely the judge should have considered some of these other factors. It's not normal for this to happen. But alas, the four children are not going to be coming back. A mother has lost her children. A father lost a wife, lost children under these horrible circumstances. And uh, she will have to pay her debt back to society four times over. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our issue of the week. Now, coming back to other issues, uh, please feel free if you would like a copy of the judgment or also just to talk a little bit more about uh, some of the things that were considered in arriving at that decision. Please don't hesitate to get in touch. 0719-100-404. On to the topic of the day. We want to talk about privacy and unpacking this right to privacy. What is privacy? Privacy is the right to uh, the right that an individual has to keep certain things secret, to keep certain things to themselves or to elect who gets to know certain information. A lot of the time it's sensitive information, sometimes not so. Uh, there's certain people who, by virtue of proximity, for example, uh, privacy that you would normally have, uh, for example, uh, there are certain things that, you know, then, you know, somebody else comes in the uh, or maybe a brother a sister there are certain things that you know you open up to say so privacy is a fundamental human right that is enshrined in so many international human rights instruments it's contained in our constitution it is central to the protection of human dignity and it forms the basis of any democratic society it also supports and reinforces other rights such as freedom of expression and information and association 
also the right to privacy embodies the presumption and uh, I'll go over this again and it embodies the presumption <laughs> uh, that individuals should have areas of autonomous development interaction and liberty you should have a private sphere uh, without any interference or interaction from others free from state intervention where there is no one excessively soliciting intervention you say who can come into those private places you say who can know certain you know certain things about you and who can be given certain rights so we find then that uh, the right to privacy in human dignity it's a human right so when it comes to parents when it comes to spouses when it comes to boyfriends girlfriends uh workmates do you respect their privacy do you know that they have a right to privacy are, are you that person who is actively in other people's business uninvited so it is actually a right that people have it's a constitutional one that they've got the right to privacy it's important are there also some activities that restrict rights uh, these rights the rights of privacy or uh, the right of privacy such as surveillance censorship uh, it's qualified when we talk about the qualified rights ukuthi eh unimvumo yekunge uchita privacy yakho asi privacy hayingolaramiri yega se right it's qualified zvinofanana kuti privacy yakho hayingazodzivirirumbi kuti anga achinjoy mama rights ake zvakare kana pane zvida kuti zviitwe kana kuti nemapurisa kana kuti state uh, then you'd find that sometimes your right to privacy could be restricted for surveillance purposes because uh, or we want to make sure that everybody is safe in a neighborhood we want you safe uh, from robbers from bava from kidnapping we want to rape you at night censorship there are certain things that we want to know there are certain things really siri pam temo pane mumfananidzo esingapfumidzi kuti munge munayo mafone enyu munge muchishare pane mitemo inotsaura izvozvo our cyber laws are, are clear on that uh, they say you're not supposed to have certain images in your phone you're not supposed to have uh, pornography all of these issues are prescribed by law and that censorship can come in so when there is a legitimate aim kana kuti tirakuti tinge tichi achieve this goal we we want to keep the moral fabric of our society in a certain way we don't want to corrupt children we don't want to corrupt their morals we don't want this sort of information up there we don't want kuti vanhu vange vachi gadzira zvinhu zvinokuhadza vamwe kana kuzvikuhadza so we surveil a censorship we want to make sure that the language and everything going out there zvinge zvichinakira munhu wese iya inonzi for the greater good of for public interest so, what does Zimbabwe's constitution say about privacy? Well, you might be wondering, indeed, uh, section 57 talks about has the right to privacy. This means you, you should not have your home, your premises entered without your permission. If anyone is coming to, uh, to, to enter or search your home, they should do so like a warrant. Yeah? They should be holding a warrant of search of seizure. Mm-hmm. They should have that mvumeyo havangozviti kana kutora zvino zvenyu. This cannot be done without a court order. You've got privacy to have your communication safe. It should not be infringed. Even if you look at uh, some of the platforms that we use, you see it says uh, end-to-end encryption. 
also your health condition. You don't have the right for so Warana to be disclosed openly. Maybe uh, you don't want your status to be known. It's your right. It's private. And anyone who goes around saying this would have contravened that right. However, when we look at it, the Botaro Zawut is a qualified right. So we then have to look at some of those issues that come up. How then do we allow privacy, but also without infringing on anyone else's uh, rights? Peace a few years ago, do spouses have the right of privacy within their relationships? Or rather, do I have the right to put in the phone Because Then, interestingly, uh, uh, the Honorable Judge Justice Chitapi in that case ruled that uh, you do not have the right. There's privacy in institutions. But then you say to yourself, ah, well, ultimately, uh, if you talk about it and you agree and you, you then allow this other person into that private space, uh, then it becomes all right. Because that private sphere only to be accessed by certain people who are given the green light by you, the holder of that space. So it then creates a lot of issues uh, because of one of what I want, but I'm going to do this also because I'm in, a, I'm in an institute. It helps to understand and to know these things. How to handle yourselves in these situations. So if you agree and you open up and you allow uh, your significant other uh, to come into your private space, if you open up and we say we have no secrets, then so be it. But if one party says, no, you you should not be in it, you cannot force your way upon it by saying, I have a right as your significant other. You actually don't. You actually don't. Rights of privacy uh, are indeed... (laughs) Uh, enjoyed by all individuals whether in marriages, in relationships or otherwise. What I encourage going forward is and uh, from the word go just have an arrangement that works for you in that regard because you could be misguided. Uh, Boss Jay says uh, good evening to you uh, my sister. Kesia my Ava did not need a death sentence. The book of life tells us that an eye for an eye makes the world blind. So Hugaram Jerry for life is good enough punishment. I just want to say please seek help. This is Boss J Tanch Pabudiriro. Thanks so much for that. Um, this one um, says that you know, a woman got what she deserved because death sentence, but life in jail is perfect because she can live daily to think about her wrong decisions. She should have taken her own life, not Kurayavana. Hey, yeah, I'm really feeling goosebumps even just trying to understand what happened in this case. So it might not be too far-fetched that she maybe was suffering from some mental instability at the time of commission of the crime. The case could still be appealed uh, if as she so wishes uh, because I do believe that she was legally represented in that case. Uh, and it has started uh, you know, quite a lot of arguments and 
talking and wamwachiti no ndopa no tushanda death penalty apa wamwachiti she should be hung wamwachiti no uh, that is you know wamwachiti no four life sentences is not you know was miscarried because there are other factors that should have been considered uh, chocks in waterfall says the accused had intention to kill because you mentioned she didn't want to leave her children as orphans so she wanted them to die together with her good point um so we're ultimately coming back to saying apa mtongi avaka wona and uh, the judgment in the case is fitting it does indeed fit the crime but then you take two steps back and you say the psychological scars here the potential mental health issues here mm, and you don't know where to start uh, 0719 if you would like a copy of uh, uh, that Emelda uh, Emelda judgment that we are referring to uh, the Chinoy woman who uh, in some very gruesome circumstances uh, killed her four children uh, if you would like to be part uh, of the reading process and get to know exactly what was considered uh, then please do drop me a message and say you're a responsible citizen I will uh, make sure that I forward that on to you ah, oh my goodness it is quite a difficult case to talk about but these are things that are happening and prevailing I'm sure when we all read about what but it did happen. Uh Panabanza Maizu Musungu Ivan each nango chekura the guy very weake and chuck fora up. Uh Maizu inya Melda in Orwanda Inga uh Anzindine four girls in nini uh Anzinji Zaita Urwanivanu Asa and Dinakuzitere and Dino Fara Nema girls angu. So Pasataura kuti forty there's a lot of pressure around some of these institutions uh, in these institutions of marriage uh where are the boys in the family uh, then everyone starts to speak ill of you to the extent that this woman thought better and going come on yeah it, it really does does uh it, it it gives me goosebumps i mean i can't even find the words at this time i think i encourage you to check on relatives please before you uh, say things